ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another amazing episode of Retrofiz Gaming Weekly. I am Knight. With me here, as always, is Sean. What's up, buddy? I feel like when you do that countdown, it always reminds me of that scene in Wayne's World, uh, the first one, where he's like, guys, you're nodding, and because you're just like three, and I'm like... <laughs> so for those of you that don't understand that context, before I go live with any recording, I always start the recording and then I give myself a visual countdown of three mm. and two and then I go silent for one. That way I have enough time in the video to know where I need to cut it before we actually start the video. So I'm like sitting here, I'm like behind the scenes production's amazing. Right, yeah. It's just... You now now you're in the know. Yeah. If you I ever mean, record uh, with night, I will give we, you a three, two, that, one countdown. That's literally our podcast secret right there. We've literally podcast. given away all all of our knowledge. That's Everything it. else, it was shooting from the hip. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go with that. It's fine. Anyway, so we got a fun show for you this week. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some free stuff. We got some new stuff on uh, on Game Pass. That's that's yeah. nice. We got some games that don't suck releasing this week and the following week. So uh, amazingness for that. Uh, Actual video games. It's I know. Neat. I know. Well, we had a, we had a couple good ones last week too. We'll talk about those. But yes, I'm excited very much so to talk about that stuff. And we got a sexy tea talking about one Mister Phil Spencer's comments about how Sony and Nintendo aren't necessarily the competition anymore. It's Google I, and Amazon, and and we'll get to that. It's it's. I really I, I I really love how this week's tea is going to make last week's tea completely pointless. It doesn't necessarily make it pointless. <laughs> But it certainly sheds a different perspective. Yeah. But all that it, and more it. on this week's show. And we're going to start it off with the free stuff. So hang on, fam. Let's go. Bong. Bong. I still need to get a damn sound effect for that. <laughs> I'm so terrible. I mean, technically, the bong works. The bong does work. It's just awkward that we're saying bong. Is it? Or is that more or less the production quality that people that have originally watched continue to expect? I mean... You're right. Anyway, let's let's move on. Respect Welcome. your origins. Welcome everybody to the free stuff segment of Retrofiz Gaming Weekly. It's an amazing week here with you. We're going to remind you of a number of things that are free for you to go and download oh, if you yeah. have the console and or platform that they are available on, starting with Games with Gold. For your pleasure. If you have not picked up TG, The Isles of Man, it is a, is a super cross type game, do so before the end of February. Uh, if you want to get your uh, your Batman on, you can get so right now. Why does it feel like Batman's been free for three months now? It isn't because it, it's so they always have one that transcends the month. So right. Batman came came on the scene January 16th and it's on until February 15th. So they have one okay. that, yeah, that yeah, goes yeah. the, middle the current middle. month and then they have one that goes middle to middle and then they have I, a couple I, that are I, I feel like we've literally been talking about that Batman game for the free stuff for what feels I, like two I months. I think it's just because we like Batman. Batman. True. I do like Batman. So there's that. I mean, the second half of this month to the next half, to the first half of the next month, you can get Call of Cthulhu, but we're not there yet, so we're not talking about it. Uh, Fable Heroes is on a short leash now. You got one more week to get Fable Heroes. I need to pick that up. And then when that goes down, you'll get Star Wars Battlefront 2005 edition for the rest of the month. So again, that is your games with gold fam uh, on the Epic Store. Uh, currently, this week, as we mentioned last week, that they are doing their tabletop kind of games. You can still get Farm uh, or Carcassonne and Ticket to Ride. Uh, right. However, next week, you have the very highly acclaimed Kingdom Come Deliverance, which is going to be free on the Epic Store, along with a game called Aztez, which is a combination of real-time combat and more macro strategy. It's like you you basically play a, a turn-based strategy kind of sieve <clears throat> scenario, and then when you battle, it's like this really crazy looking. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I'm thinking that game might have had some sort of Twitch integration as well back in the day. Maybe. May, possibly not. I, I, I think it's that one. Uh it might not be. But if you enjoyed Mad World, which originally was on the Wii, oh. um, that very much had like the um kind of a noir uh, uh comic book it? like yeah. cell shaded style to it that's exactly what this is as well and and so yeah if you kind of like that like that black and white it uh, looks neat man yeah it, it's a cool looking game for sure it looks very nifty so keep your your eyes on your epic store for that again every time you you hear the show just pull up your epic store if you have it just pull it up and whatever's free, hit add to cart and be done with it. Just don't miss out on these things because if you're hearing it now, it's probably too late for you to get whatever we just talked about. 
but not too late for the other stuff. So get it uh, on PlayStation. Once again, reminding you, PlayStation is knocking it out of the park. And I literally need to like boot up my PlayStation to get, this I do too, because I need, I need to dust that mofo off. Cause I haven't had anything PlayStation specific to play in a while. Although Neo is no. coming out and I need to play that. So I, I, I downloaded, I downloaded Catherine. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to have a Catherine playthrough. Dude, I'm, I'm debating on whether I need to start a persona five because persona five Royale is coming out in like a month or so. I, I, just wait, just wait. It's Persona Five. Is Persona Five? Well, you you bought Persona Five, but I right? bought Persona Five, so I that's the one I Royale have. is just Persona Five with like ex an extra semester. I know so. I've heard, but I've heard that it's also a really long game. So we we'll have to see if I actually end up like devoting my life to it because it's it's games are going to start ramping up here. Soon. Very, it's very much like The Witcher Three. It's yeah, going to be probably anywhere from sink, about a yeah. sixty to a hundred hour experience. So yeah, I'm, I'm, buckle I'm, up. I'm a little, I'm a little, little hesitant, but who knows? It might grip me. You never know. But yes, yeah, so on PlayStation this month, you have Bioshock Collection. That is Bioshock One, Two, and Infinite, all remastered. Uh, Sims Four, and then Firewall Zero Hour. If you have the PSVR, which I do when I need to play, I need to play. Right. And that's PlayStation. So all you PlayStation fam, good month. Get those things. Um, next is coming uh, Game Pass. Game Pass has some new new that they announced this week. You literally have Final Fantasy 15, which I might also attempt, even though I've never I, really played I, I any Final say, Fantasy I'm at, games. I'm at, I might actually download that and play it now. I mean, that way it's there, right? I mean, why not play Right, it? exactly. I've heard that it was a little rocky at launch, and it's gotten a lot better. So even then, you're playing, again, you're playing the better version of the game. So Final Fantasy 15, Wolfenstein Youngblood, which we, we have mixed feelings about as a Wolfenstein game. It's not terrible. I, if you like Wolfenstein and you're hungry for some more, go right. ahead and play it, but expect that it's going to be different. I, I Yeah, I, I really dug the characters. If, if you don't know, like, it's it's BJ's two daughters are mm -hmm. are the protagonists in that one, in this one. But it very much feels like an open world of fetch quests. And yeah, it's a weird. It, it just it, it doesn't have mix. a lot of soul to it. Like, it, like the way they wrote the characters is great. It just it, they don't really have a game you know it's like a good actor reading a bad script well so if you guys remember uh if you guys remember there was a game a while back and it wasn't Homefront. there was another one before that and i i want to say that it was like like something revolution but basically the whole point of it was for you to liberate various zones uh and and there's i mean a bunch of games that do that but you every ubisoft would... game for the last 15 years go on yes but like the whole <laughs> point of the game was actually to go to an area and liberate the zone it wasn't necessarily just like to kill a like take out a camp or whatever and make that right. safe. It was literally like the point of the game was for you to gather support of the people and to clean, you know, clean these areas and kind of take them back. Right, and right. And kind of transformed the world as you did that. This is kind of that style where there's a bunch of different zones and you're trying to like attack various targets and stuff like that to make them safer and all that kind of stuff. And so yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting mix of stuff. Then there's also a game called death's gambit, which I believe is going to be PC only. And then there's a game called death squared, which is going to be console only. And mm. those have yet to be released, but you can play final fantasy 15 and Wolfenstein Youngblood when you hear this. So yay. And that's it. Yeah. Fam. If, if, if you that's want more Wolfenstein, stuff. like my thing is, yeah, it's, it's, there is definitely a caveat to Youngblood where don't don't go in expecting the the run of the well, I don't want to say run of the mill because I've actually really enjoyed them. Do not go in expecting a more the linear process of of regular Wolfenstein right. because that's not what this is at all. Hundred percent. It it there are some linear moments, especially early on, but when the game does open up, it it really opens up. So yeah, be prepared for that. But overall, good stuff. And that, though, is your free stuff for the week, fam. Make sure that you are doing all the things, following us in all the places, clicking all the subscribe buttons, and we will see you guys next time. And you can also leave a comment below. What 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 is your thing? What what, what do you want to play? Excited? What are you excited about that's free this week? Without a doubt, like I, I still out of all those, like don't get me wrong, Final Fantasy Fifteen is pretty dope, but the fact that Bioshock Collection, like all three dude, games, lots of people have been playing that lately. Oh my god, dude! The first Bioshock is still don't get me wrong, like Infinite, yeah, uh, whatever. Sean um, has got the bio boner for the Bioshock one. No, is, dude, Bioshock is One is literally one of the best games ever created. It's, ever. It's a good. I one. will fight anyone. But yes, we're trying to outro this. Outro. Pick it up. Bye. What are you excited for? Let us know. We love your face. We'll see you in the next segment. Adios and a bong, bong, bong. <sighs> and that.
that's just one of these one fun, awkward transitions now that we're doing right. these in segments for YouTube. So if you're hanging on with us for the full episode, we love Screen you. Screen wipe. But then of course, you if guys, you're listening to this on audio, sorry, like you're missing everything. No. Well, it just gives you incentive to go and, you know, listen to us in other places or watch us even in other places. But that said, let's talk about the games that have released oh. this week and last week or next week and the week, all the weeks. So let me pull up my little my little thing here. You got, you got your little list there? I do have my little list. So a couple tell, things. Tell, tell Santa what you want. Tell Santa what you want. Well, so I don't want to go through the whole list again. However, um, I finally did get to play, and this came out two weeks ago now, but it's still relevant. I finally got to play Journey to the Savage Planet. And okay. It was How'd you like that, by the way? I, oh, it's okay. a lot of fun, man. It, it really is. If, you, if you're someone that enjoys Subnautica, but with a right. more, a more like... Uh, almost a, a fallout style of humor. It's, it's, it, it's right there, man. It's right. It very much seemed like it kind of had like a Bethesda slant of, of, of personality yeah, to it. It's, it's got some good, good to it. I mean, the, the, the main or obsidian. Yeah. Or obsidian, more of an obsidian feel for sure. Uh, there's, there's a lot of humor to commercials. It's all FMV. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's just a lot of really good stuff to it. And the world is really nice. The, the actions right. that you're doing. It's a good looking game. It's, it's beautiful. It runs great. It's, it's just a really nice game. I can't recommend it enough. Go in and if you can pick that up or if you can find it or whatever, play it. It's, it's fantastic. Um, let's see the, the other ones we had seventh sector came out last week mm-hmm. or this, well, when we're recording it this week, but yeah, uh, Seven Sector came out. Andy Uno one played that on Twitch, and I think he might have recorded something for the Retrofizz for us. Mm-hmm. He actually enjoyed it a lot. It's again, it's this that's the more of the electric kind of uh, current puzzler game that that was out there, and it just looked really good. So I'm I'm happy that that he gave it a glowing review. Although if you get to know Andy, Andy does not necessarily have a critical eye for games. He's basically like, did I have fun? Yes. So on that scale of appreciation he had fun and so i think that's enough for me to want to say it was four fantastics out of five there you go i love it uh but this this week oh we also had zombie army 4 dead war which i haven't seen too Mm -hmm. much of um but i have heard that people really like i think jim jim watts i watched a little bit of it it, uh, it, has it it and played it and said he really enjoyed it the the problem with these these games i feel like a lot of times is that they're (sighs) You know, and and I'm not trying to say this in a bad way, but it's the same game, just a little n- newer looking each time. Sean, do you mean so, like most of the major multiplayer games that come out every year? True, true. You know, but it's also one of those things that Nazis are very, very much a thing that have been used a lot. And and once again, I know AAA games like recycle, well, recycle, recycle. But at this point, it just yeah. So let's let's be fair, right? The zombie, zombie shark though, pretty dope. The zombie army games, and and also again, we we discovered this last time, right? Same studio made. Uh, wow, wow, it's, wow, am I blanking on it now? Sniper Elite. Well, that too, but the uh, um, the fun one that we played, adventure game. Damn it, it's the same concept. Why am I blanking on this right now? We, we played it together. Yeah, it's a it's a co op game, adventures, killing mummies, all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, Strange Brigade. Strange Brigade. Thank you. It, it, Strange Brigade and and Zombie Army are very much games that are like the Sharknado of games. Yes. They 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 are fun. You take them as just fun, and you oh, expect yeah. to have fun with them, and that's what you're going to get. You're going to get fun, right? But like you said, they come out and it's just it's more of the more of same fun, right? New maps, new kind well, of challenges. I, it's just I, fun. I'm, I'm trying to say like they. It doesn't really. They don't really try to invent the wheel, like you know, COD. And and by all means, I'm not saying that COD is uh, in the realm of always changing and trying new things. Lord, they. But try. that being said, depending on the studio, you kind of get a different flavor for a different time zone or a different kind sure. of, you know, a, a different kind of FPS genre, a vibe, if you will. You know, yeah. But no, yeah, they're 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 very much in that uh, in that in that vein though, and I say Sharknado in like a good way because the Sharknado was made 
to be fun. Like it was made to just be a silly, fun sci-fi monster movie. And zombie army games are meant to be just silly, fun zombie killing games. Uh, so, so um, hashtag humble brag. The CEO of the company that makes those movies follows me on Twitter. Yo, humble brag taken, and you have been noticed. I, yeah, no, but it's definitely one of those things to where I'm sure he hired a company where it's like follow people that are share similar interests to you, and hopefully they'll follow you back. I didn't follow back. Oh, but he follows you still. So that's good. He didn't unfollow. That means he likes your content. Anyway, <laughs> you know who I am. About. You know who I am. Yeah. It's like, why am I following this fat dude? Anyway, See, fun, fun facts though. We actually got a lot of uh, season fours. So we got for honor season four and we got apex season four, right? Is it apex season yeah. four? So, so we got fours, two dual fours this week. A lot of people seem really happy with Apex's new changes. Some people kind of giving it like a meh, but overall, I think the core community says general thumbs yeah, up, thumbs to, up to Apex. I wish I, I, might, I wish I could get into For Honor. I just haven't tried it. The combat looks too technical for me to really enjoy. For Honor is very like I humble brag again. Uh, <laughs> I remember when For Honor came out, and I told everyone because like I, I enjoyed like the base game like and what campaign. you can do in that game yeah. but i was like the multiplayer aspect of it i was like this is a very technical uh a uh, uh, fighting game right and like most fighting games the first two weeks are going to be fun because occasionally you're going to get a new person who's just as new as you are and you're just going to kind of flail each other and then you're going to have the people who get good at the game and, and then it, and you. then it's just not going to be fun anymore because they're going to walk up yeah. beat the living but jesus out of you and you're just going to be like okay they are way better at this than i am i don't have the time to learn like all the maneuvers or whatever you want to call it you to make like myself the, good at this game kind of yeah. like the monthly reset for dead by daylight that happened this week or the new tome that came out and brought out all the sweaties <laughs> oh my god i yeah <laughs> that happened too a new tome for dead by daylight came out this week so if yeah you're a dead they, by daylight sweaty you probably already know but if not every Sean's there uh, with his butt poised towards the sky. He's ready for all, uh, all, literally all killer mains played Survivor because it just, if you went into this, if you went into the new tome as a, as a killer main, mm -hmm. expecting to really just clear out lobbies. Nope. No, you better go ahead and assume like if you get like two, three out of four, which a lot of times is decent anyway. Sure. Like like that's that's like that's straight victory like you know it i i think so far this week i've cleared and i'm decent at the game i've probably cleared maybe five killer. six lobbies out of 20 games yeah that's that's a that's it's a, a little rough it's, a little it's rough. It, they're they're out for blood like this time the killers are actually scared of the survivors i mean it is what it is you know i'm chasing one dude all of a sudden like i hear cling 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 and all of a sudden there's three generators done within about 30 seconds of the thing and there's you know You're you like, only need five you're like, haha, retro. Yeah. So good times. So there's that. Fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah, fun things. But that's kind of the stuff that came out this week. So, right. hopefully, that you guys got to enjoy that. What did you enjoy this week? Let us know in the comments. Um, that said, let's move on to the stuff for next week, which will be currently the week that you're watching this video in. So, I'm more, we're more cognizant of this. So, you've got, uh, let's see. <clears throat> Metro Exodus Sam Story DLC. I really am thinking about loading that back in and playing it. I loved Metro Exodus. Mm -hmm. It was on my game of the year list last year. I I I kind of wanted more from that. I didn't realize they were going to give me more stories. So I might see how long that's kind of a projected right. to be. If it's like a four hour kind of thing, I can do maybe a stream or two. I might dive back into that. It, 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 that was such a good experience. Um, I had so fun with what I played. I know, I know. Yeah, you, you. It I was really, way up on your list. It, it's just a really good story. Again, the elements of of these games where they can actually portray human interaction well is mm -hmm. what gets me. The relationship you have with your wife in the game is is very special. The relationships right. that you explore with your comrades are special. The relationships that they then experience with other characters in the game that you meet and and kind of take on the journey with you on this mm -hmm. train, you know, to to salvation or whatever are also very endearing. So they, there's really not a whole lot of interactions that are, are, you know, frivolous or don't feel unique or genuine. There's a lot of that, you know, this is how people would probably feel in this situation. So massive again, kudos to them on, on doing that. So again, I, I might jump into that, that DLC there. Uh, next, you've got some Yakuza remasters coming to the PlayStation four. Uh, you have a game called Necronator dead wrong, which I didn't look up yet. It is a 
I, I think I was offered a key for this game, okay. but it is it is a I'm thinking a card based like the art style is is cute AF. Okay. But it is a yeah, a, a, a comedic micro RTS with deck building twist. With what building so, twist? Yeah, with a, a deck. Ah. Huh. Deck with an E. Yeah. I heard something no, different. I'm just no saying. One, no, no one, no one wants a dick twist. I, I mean, trust me. If you're sitting at home, like, what's wrong with a dick twist? Like, you are very inexperienced, young Padawan. I just, I, I heard. I can't change no matter what I heard, what, Sean. No, no, no matter what Cosmo tells you to do with it, do not twist it. Do not twist it. <laughs> Why are you reading Cosmo if you're a dude? Oh, never mind. I, we have a female audience as well. It's true. It's very just true. Giving, just giving them a heads just up. Just giving tips. Don't twist. No twisty. <laughs> this, is, this has gone to a very different place than it normally yeah. does. Oh, so many ways. Anyway, moving to the next thing on the list, because I just need to escape this topic. A best friend forever. <laughs> now how you make best friends forever? You don't twist it. <laughs> you don't twist it. What is best friend forever? I, I want to know. That one oh. I don't – I feel like I looked up some of these and – this one is actually escaping me. This one looks like oh, like, this one very much looks like a like a uh, a, like what, a Bratz doll kind yeah, of game. Very, very much so. We're just gonna we're gonna move on from that. Uh, yeah, unless it's something like completely different. Let it, me it, actually. It says, like, it says Lego. It's on the Lego channel. Best friends forever official. Oh no, okay, no. Best no. friends for best friend forever on Steam. Yes. Is this says May fourteenth? Uh, ever wanted to raise a pup and somehow navigate the mysteries of human dating at the same time? This is so. This Meet is, the colorful cast of Rainbow Bay. That's coming Day to PC of, and Switch. So maybe it did come to PS4 and now it's just coming to PC and maybe? Switch. Could be. Who knows? But, but it kind of it kind of looks like a, a dating simulator with a, with a corgi twist. Interesting. Heart shaped butts for everybody. Corgi. Anyway, yeah. uh, next on the list is one that you and I are probably going to be really excited about and i kind of really want to play it's come out to pc yeah. already uh but it's darksiders genesis which right is which is a, a prequel to a, the darksiders franchise but you get to play as all the characters so yay i'm about it yay i want to i want to give it a go i know a lot of people weren't too like thrilled with like the isometric view dude the i thought it was great stuff. it actually got really good cool. reviews man it got yeah i thought it looked good reviews. so i'm pumped to see that uh, and then the next few games, oh boy, uh, there's one called Dreams on That PS4. has been in early access for like, I genuinely thought this game was out because people have been in early access with that game for like over a year now, really? I want to say. And it's essentially a create your own world game Interesting. movie. Like it's a hard game to kind of nail down for what you would want to create. More or less, yeah, it's a creation. compose. It's a, a creation simulator. Like you can do damn near whatever you want in it and make 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 whatever you want. It's it's that's why it's called Dreams. It's, it's an extraordinary, it, ever expanding game universe from award meeting media molecule. Creators love Little Big Planet and Tearaway, where yep. you discover community made games from around the world and learn to. Make they have been own. making this game too for I think they showed this game off like four years ago at wow. E three. I mean, it's been a while. Like they've been working on it for a while. Well, neat. So there's that, and then uh, you've got. The DualShock back, back button attachment is coming so that, for those you don't know, you can actually take by this attachment and hook it up to your PS4 controller via, I think, the port, like the mic port. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm, if I'm grabbing, let me grab a PS4 controller. Yeah, the only thing, oh, so there's an extension. There's actually an extension thing there. I actually had to look. So there's apparently a little extension guy with yeah. your, your port. And so it. Uh, I know what they're doing sometimes. Sorry. Yeah. So that'll give you a little back button extension where it gives you two extra buttons. To Which uh, it's not on this list for some reason, but Ori Will of the Wisps is also coming out. Yeah, on the tenth. Which eleventh? Why is why is that not why is that not? There? I have no idea why that's not on there. That is that is damn near. I'm I have because, to get a new list now because how do you leave Ori out of there? Right. What the crap? I need to actually go ahead and preload it. But yeah, my body is ready for that game. I need so much Ori in my life. Like right meow. I was really like, excited for that, and I kind of slept myself on that one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you ever seen a grown man cry? You're about to, yeah, right? And then I do, I can, yeah, my feels already. Uh, and then Street Fighter Five Champion Edition coming out to PC and PS4 on February 14th. So that is the last one, Street Fighter Five. 
I mean, Street Fighter is a, a long-standing franchise. I think that there's a lot of always a lot of hype around new fighting games. I'm still seeing people play Mortal Kombat 11, like in and playing I, like story mode and stuff. So, and my my community actually has a pretty healthy dose of fighting game fans the for fighters. somehow. Uh, and yeah, someone mentioned this, and they were like, "Do not touch." And I was like, "Okay, fair enough." I mean, Sean, blood for the blood god. You know, I mean, just Rip wait. Tear. Just just wait till Doom comes out. Mm. Mm. I need it in my life so badly. Mm. There's actually, uh, this is not for this week, but in a couple weeks, uh, the One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. I didn't realize that's actually going to be a fighting game. Yes. I, think, I thought it was going to be like an open world explorer game. No, like unfortunately Kakarot, not. No, it's it's actually just going to be a fighter. I'm like, almost almost every anime game, especially animes that game. we enjoy that come out are usually fighting I, games. I know. I'm just sad. Okay. I'm just saying about it. But anyway, you don't have to be sad. Tell us what you're excited to play this week. If you've already picked something up, tell us how you enjoyed it and why we should play it if you want us to play it on RetroFizz. And that is going to do it for this oh. segment. We're going to go over to the T. Ooh, you don't want to miss it. So good this week. Phil dropping bombs. Mm. Oh, yeah. Gotta love Phil. Anyway, Phil does not care. That is it. And a bong. 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 Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Children of ages 18 plus to the gamer T with Knight and Sean. I don't know why I'm doing this weird voice, but I'm excited. I feel like I'm doing this because literally Phil's kind of thrown the gauntlet this week. And the gamer T yeah. is literally about how Phil Spencer, in a recent article uh, from the publication Protocol, which is apparently a newer publication, uh, he, he said he said this, and we'll go with a quote. We'll go with a quote here. Uh, when you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. Oh boy. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. A little bit. I, I guess they could try to recreate <laughs> Azure, but we've invested tens of billions of dollars in cloud over the years. Huh. I don't want to fight over format wars with those guys while Amazon and Google are focusing yeah. on how to get to gaming to 7 billion people around the world. Ultimately, that's the goal. And and I'm just going to just going to put that right there. There's so much more in this article uh, from Protocol. We'll link it in the description below for you guys to to take a read for yourselves. Um that's so, actually a really good article. That, it's, that it's, it's a, a good lot. article, but essentially what Phil did here is that, you know, when you're a teenager with your friends, it's one of those things to where, you know, your friends are going off to summer camp and it's like, screw you losers. I'm going to go get laid. <laughs> and Phil was like, have fun at summer camp. I'm, I'm, I'm about to go slay out. Yeah. And he, he really yeah, did. Phil, Phil literally the whole, like no disrespect. It's like, is essentially saying, you know these guys aren't big enough to hang a, hang with us in the sense of a, an ecosystem. They they make cute consoles though. Well, let's let's talk about this because the article does it, that, such or, a good job, right? So and, and we'll come we'll come back to that. Or like, or you know holistic. in the business sense, do it. No balls. Yeah, oh, he could absolutely could be a challenge to them. But in all honesty, what the article basically sums up for you is that the gaming industry is a hundred and fifty billion dollar industry globally right now. That's 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 nine zeros for those playing the home games. Yeah, yeah, a hundred and fifty billion dollars. Uh, they said that's it's more than twice the size of films. So like worldwide box office, again worldwide box office, forty two and a half times, dude. Yeah, forty two point five billion. Like I love that we're talking about billions. Like we're making these are small numbers. Like oh yeah, holy industry, forty two point five billion dollars in 2019 and the music business planet records music business again planet records is just one piece but they're arguably the biggest piece 19.1 billion dollars yikes like that is that is an insane amount of money yeah. right so when we talk about hey do like we do we play games right do we play games are we a gaming culture Worldwide, people love us some games. $150 billion, twice what we watch in movies. You know that movies do better than than almost any other forms of entertainment. And <laughs> games trounce them by more than double. Damn. I mean, damn. Everybody loves video games at this point, whether it's Candy Crush or Call of Duty. I mean, I, I, I know I can math, right? That's actually triple. It's more than, it's more than triple. Yeah, I, I was like, I think homie needs to check his math. That's literally like three and a half it's, times. Yeah, what? It's, it's, it's a bit more than triple the, the revenue of film. Uh, wow. I think he just wanted to be nice and not make it sound like it was like, you know, like super flexing. Uh, yeah, so 
point, it's at least double. Yeah, it's it's at least triple. <laughs> so, so the point that I the point that I love about this article, and especially with framing it that way and letting you understand right. the revenue markets, is that Phil is always someone that has had vision for the brand of Xbox. He literally had to save Xbox as he pitched it to to Satya Nadella, and and Satya basically right. was like, oh, hey, you you run it. And since Phil took over. Right, he he's instilled, uh, uh, you know, instilled games with gold and Game Pass and and or not games with gold, but Game Pass and and you know all access and all of the Game Pass Ultimate and, and all of these different subscription models. In addition to going back to focus on games, buying up sixteen studios, doing all these things, working on Project X Cloud. Phil has said for many years that he's not in the business of directly competing with Sony or Nintendo. That's not his vision. And he is really just right. now giving us a peek inside the mind of Phil Spencer. And that's not to say that he didn't do that with xCloud. Last year when they de debuted xCloud and Phil basically said, hey, it's my mission to bring games to people that can't play games. They can't get a console. They can't right. get a TV. But guess what? They have a phone and they have internet. So how can I bring them a gaming experience and allow them to, to have that in that in that capacity i mean in holy crap we've seen many reviews over the past six months or so if people have been testing out xcloud that it works flawless it's great people love it they're playing it all the time in different places and on their phones with different peripherals and and it really kind of makes you take a step back again last week we were talking about the console wars and strategies well again this is this is part of that. This well, is part of Phil's well, I mean, strategy. It's, He's it's just like to every every console generation. We always kind of hear like, "Oh, this is the last console generation. This sure. is the last console generation." Like people have kind of in 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 a nondescript way have been predicting cloud cloud gaming for the last sure. ten years. Like they didn't know what it was going to be, but you always kept hearing like, "This is probably going to be one of the last consoles. This is going to be one of the last consoles." And you know, I feel like Phil. Uh, out of out of a lot of other people saw that and was like you know there's still going to be hardware there's still going to be consoles but let's make the hardware the least important factor of everything now and actually make cloud the most important thing and that's where you know they he dropped the checkers and picked up chess because it's it's it right now it's a it's a big gamble because ps5 is coming out series x is coming out you know, we last week we did a video on, on on those things, and now he's coming out saying like, "Yeah, we're not really worried about Nintendo and Sony anymore because Google and Amazon and anyone with any sort of cloud-based service are who we're going to compete with in the future." Because hardware, while we're still going to bring that out, is we don't care if you're on on an iPhone, we don't care if you're on an Android, we just want you playing our games. Yeah, I mean, so let's let's touch on that, right? So Amazon, Amazon has Amazon Web Service. For those of you who don't know, it's right. one of the biggest cloud infrastructures in, and is used by so I mean, many like, businesses. I mean, Nef Netflix is on it. Uh, more or less, almost every big company like that you enjoy. There's probably about a sixty percent chance it's actually on Amazon. Yeah, I mean, they're they're the AWS cloud is is enormous. The, while while they make plenty of money off the fifty five gallon barrel of lube, without <laughs> okay. a doubt, this is where they make a, probably a big chunk of change. No, they do. So you you have to the enterprise is always where they're making a ton of money right. because you, you have to understand well. Yes, there's a cost associated with maintaining servers and maintaining code and security and all those kinds of things. A lot and of many companies are, don't want to pay people to do that. They would just rather pay right. someone else the, the, to worry about it. The benefit of, of Amazon having this cloud infrastructure is that they really just need to maintain and expand that and make it accessible. Right. They're, they're not having to implement these solutions for people. And if they do, they get to make more money. So, And they have their own game studios now too. So sure. I mean, like if they want to make exclusivity a thing, it's not a problem for them. So again, think about that $150 billion industry. They also own Twitch, the largest game streaming platform right now. Can you imagine what would happen if you could basically take Twitch, the app that already exists on your phone where you go to watch live streams of games and you could say, oh yeah, I want to play that click and then you're playing the game. Yeah, exactly. Holy crap. Like that, that is nutty on a different level. The way Amazon can actually pivot its service right now, it, 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 they can do it in 10 different ways. Sure. If not more, they, you know, it, they, Amazon, while we talk about Google Stadia and we'll bring them up here soon and, and what they can do. Yeah. Amazon's actually in a position where no one's really sure what they're doing and 
they they like I said, they can go in a way that like no one's really expecting because they're kind of holding the their their cards to their chest. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's funny they kind of briefly mentioned that Nvidia's GeForce Now service, which allows you to stream you know games through your you know box through your little stream box, right. That, that again, kind of similar to like a Roku or you know a, a Chromecast or something like that, but it's for for games and also other sure. media forms, right? That launched this week too. So you have other people that are, you know, other tech companies that are trying to dabble in this market. But I, I think that the the interesting thing again with Amazon is is the fact that they're already in gaming, they're already in in a in a store format, they're already selling game products, yeah, right. So what again? It doesn't necessarily have to be part of Twitch. Just like they have Amazon Prime, you could also have Amazon Gaming, where it's Amazon- just another. Amazon app where you literally just go to your game. Amazon store literally has it to where you can buy the game, stream the game, and stream the game. Yes. Where you can, yeah, buy the game, play the game through streaming, and then actually stream the game to Twitch. Yeah, I mean, where I could see where I could see the integration actually now that I'm thinking about this through actually is you could actually purchase through Twitch and then play through the Amazon app. And I would be shocked be, if they did that. that like actually, kind of made. A, a better way to implement that since they already have streaming services associated with Amazon. Where if they made Twitch like the actual storefront app? Yeah, or I'm, I'm not saying to say they make that the official storefront, but I could see that they would make that. Well, no, no, like like, like I said, yeah, they could use that. Yes. So there's there's a lot of versatility there in what they could do to drive sales through that and actually mm-hmm. develop a, an, orchestra, an, an infrastructure. And again, Amazon has so many users that if they did that, it would be a st- Downing. Well, I mean, Amazon Prime is that. in 60, what, 4% of homes in yeah, America? It's, it's a lot. I mean, uh, have you heard of Twitch For those Prime? playing the home <laughs> game, that's roughly about 190 million people. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Uh, so you you've got you've got them. Amazon has a has a power position here. Uh, then you have Apple. While you don't typically think of Apple as as something that is like a big contender in cloud space, and they aren't. There's no. a lot of people that still have Apple devices, and Apple has invested a lot of money into well, Apple I mean, Arcade. According to this article, Apple iOS is the biggest gaming market in the world. For yes, gluing, keep gluing in mobile games and things like that. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, are. more than one billion people play games on iPhone and iPad. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, would, would you look at the install base of PS4s and it was like 101 million? Uh, 104 like- million. Xbox One is 41 million. Yeah. So that's literally take uh, Xbox numbers right now and times that by 25. Yeah, that's a uh, So there you go. You know, Apple has the Apple Arcade, which they're using to to generate income off of that. Again, we don't often think of the mobile platforms as gaming platforms, but they are. And that's, again, why they're focusing these cloud services towards mobile uh, experiences to be able to take your games with you wherever you go. And, well, uh, to to put the one billion in perspective, and and I'm not trying to break it off too much, take every every person, not every home, every person in America, Mm -hmm. and they exclusively play on iPad and iPhone. That's crazy. Three times over. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. That's a, that's a that's, that's a lot of that's a lot of market I, share. I, I want people to realize how big that number actually is. Yeah, like that's that, a lot that, of market that is share. not small. No, and in the, and in an industry where it's 150 billion dollars, I mean, having access to that many mm-hmm. people is uh is is pretty insane that's a large market share the more we talk about this the more my brain expands and goes holy crap yeah dude yes like this like, is it's massive it's insane so uh, then you look at twitch right twitch obviously is leaning into facebook right. gaming but or not twitch you look into facebook facebook obviously has mm-hmm. now facebook gaming their stream service but facebook also has their facebook marketplace right they own farmville they own oculus they have means well, to access people and i think again where you well the you, thing is uh, apple back like they have apple arcade which is five dollars a month and they're sure. buying up exclusives and stuff so they are making moves sure to, i guess to, in, in a cloud-based to be format but gaming's focused yeah, yeah so, but go so, ahead, yeah sorry. no no so that but again so apple's apple's in it to win it facebook obviously has has investments in gaming already with things like farmville and other mobile games in addition to oculus the oculus platform which has really taken over the spotlight in the vr space with the right. oculus quest and oculus go um and, and i mean honestly the 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 rift s is also what I, I mean it's what i have yes it's corded 
but it's also a, a very easy to use kind of platform. So I think VR is going to also be another focus for them uh, from a mainstream perspective. But think about Facebook as what it is, right? You you literally have Facebook. You have people that are used to apps now through Facebook, like Farmville, like others. You put a storefront on Facebook. You already have the Facebook marketplace. You put a gaming cloud storefront through there and you have just access to people. And I think that's what, what people don't understand. We've talked about this over the past few weeks with the differences in Facebook in already has the install base. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right? You, you talk about the difference in viewership between different platforms of streaming. Right. And, and the biggest hurdle that you have is viewership. How do you get viewership? How do you get people? And the, the, the sad reality of that is that, and I don't say the sad reality, but the reality of that is that you look at Facebook, how many users are on Facebook? How many users are on YouTube? How many users are on Amazon? And you look at that and you go, damn, that's a lot of people that you just have instant access to. I, again, I remember, and, and what? Well, no, I'm saying, and it's one of those things like their analytics are so insane with knowing what you like as a human. Oh, to be able to target you out, out the oh, God. oh yeah. Dude, they, they, the amount of money I'm imagining they'll make based off placed ads for what game they know you'll, you will play. For God's right. sake, they know when women are pregnant before the women know. That's I'm pretty crazy sure they can stat. find a video game that you like. Sure. So take that into account. And then Google, I don't even think we have to say Google because they have Stadia already. Google's, right. on, Google's on the same wavelength already. The fact that that Google and, and xCloud and NVIDIA GeForce Now, right, like all of these things are kind of coming to fruition all at mm -hmm. once. Uh, show you that this is this has been that next TED talk behind the scenes of oh, what's yeah. coming in gaming for a long time that they've been investing in this infrastructure. But Google, Google is Google. It they are Google. I don't know how to, I don't know how else to say that. I mean, again, they literally are the ones that that understand, like Sean said, search results, what you like, what your preferences are, what you search for, how to market to you. They have all of this advertising, and they have a a viewer base that uses things like Chrome and Chromecasts and all of these things already, if they can really make Stadia more accessible than it is, mm -hmm. then it's going to be a great thing. I mean, we have friends that have Stadia and have given it glowing reviews from an actual functionality standpoint. The biggest problem with Stadia is that it's still new and it has a relatively, and I say relatively, it has an insanely small uh, um, library of games. As that grows out and you know that it will, it's going to be a very solid service because it already is enjoyable for people that are playing games that they want to play. So you you already have Google that is dabbling this. Are they behind uh, things, say, like xCloud in terms of functionality and a library? Right. Yes. Do they have the ability to catch up there quickly? Uh-huh. So I think that's why Phil is dedicating so much so much interest to this specific thing, which, again, brings us back to Microsoft. Well, I mean, I mean to, to put it in just very non-complicated terms google can do whatever the f google can do whatever it wants <laughs> like it, google can flex peeing yes. as much as wi google's willing to flex peeing it's it, it really just depends how far they like google has enough money to where if google want like we talked about it before the show google wants to buy like just exclusivity for a big franchise like cod I mean, sure. or, or Hearthstone or, or Overwatch, which they, you know, they've done all these things for the big tournaments for YouTube. If, if they want to do it for gaming, Google has that kind of money. It's just whether they're willing to yep. pull the trigger because just like so many, I mean, just like so many other tech companies, they, if it doesn't work out, a lot of times they're willing to cut their couple billion dollar loss and just move on. Well, but again, let's put, putting back things back into perspective. And I, and honestly, when we talk about things like Stadia and xCloud, they didn't they don't get me excited because I'm not that type of gamer. I don't get to game on the go, right? When I go to work, I have to be right. at work, I have to be present. Right. So uh, you know, I I when I commute, I'm literally at a computer all day. So yeah, when I commute, <laughs> I have to like have my hands in a steering wheel. I can't be gaming. I I don't have the time to game mobily. But on the weekends, I'm also like spending time with my kids and doing different stuff. So like eventually may I be at a point in my life where that is something that I would do maybe, but I don't have the time for that. So it's not a, it's not a right. thing of presence of mind and I don't give it credence because the way that I still game is console based. And so I want to talk about that in a, in a nutshell, because we did touch on this and I think it's important. 
Phil has also said that he's not looking to get out of the console game on Xbox anytime soon. And the reason for that is there's always going to be a need to have higher tier experiences in the living room and or, or whatever room that is that you game in. And I don't think that right. he's wrong. I think we're going to continue to see hardware for a very long time. And I'm talking like decades to maybe two decades because there's still not the internet infrastructure across the the depth and breadth of the world to justify getting rid of consoles altogether one there's also not the infrastructure to support cloud gaming in this fashion for all these people too mm -hmm. plus cloud gaming still has limitations that a console doesn't have so I, so i think I, that, I, I, I think that while that's still going to be a focus for these companies right. I, I understand now the more I, again with this article with understanding the money the the perspective that we're getting out of these kind of statements from Phil and other of these well people, I, I I feel like what's going to happen is, is. It, we're not going to have the evolution cycle the same way it's been with VR where it's where VR is very slowly becoming more accessible I feel like I feel like cloud-based gaming is probably still a half generation away from actually picking up a normal base net of like users sure. where finally like you know uh, like you know we said with Xbox all access if they come out with something that's literally like you know here's an all digital for the for the X cloud like this is all it can do kind of thing sure then it would be super interesting and I think they could get it out there I don't think cloud-based gaming is going to have to go through the slow evolution cycle of VR though. I think yeah. it's going to happen a lot quicker because they're going to figure out ways to do it a lot easier because like you said, if it can be on any device, they they literally just have to figure out bandwidth more than anything. Well, look at XCloud, right? So again, this is this is why this is so genius. Phil has been creating backwards compatibility and he's been creating a strength in your digital library on the Xbox platform. Sony is kind of doing that and they're promising a yeah, some now. backwards compatibility mm -hmm. on the PS5, but it's still not a focus. Whereas Phil's like, look, if you have games that you bought, if they're digital, if they're physical, whatever, they will work moving forward. We will make sure of that, right? Like uh, up to up to like a certain point within the Xbox, right? In, in the 360 cycles. But every single Xbox One game is now going to work moving forward. Your library comes with you just like it does if you buy something on Steam. That said... There's nothing now that stops them from saying they all work on xCloud. Nothing will get me to yeah. game on xCloud faster than if all of a sudden we get God-tier internet where I live and I don't have to worry about bandwidth at all. And they're nope. like, okay, uh, here's here's a $50 or $100 or $150 little box and you just plug that into HDMI and bam, you have all I mean, your games. Amazon Fire Stick, essentially. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I mean. Like literally yeah. it's a little dongle and you plug it in and voila, now you have all of your games and you can take them anywhere. You go on vacation, you plug it into an HDMI yep. port and you got your games, right? Like I mean, cloud, cloud-based saves. I mean, it's literally all everything. the dongle essentially for is for you to log into your account. Right. It's just your access port and, and input into the video source, right? So yep. that, that kind of flexibility is important, especially because I, again, I went on vacation this past year. Guess what I did? I bought fire sticks. Why? Because I knew that I could access all of my shows for my kids and everything. I plugged the fire stick into the TV at the vacation house. And then boom, we have all our movies. We have all of our prime. We have have all of our everything accessible right there. And you know how nice that was? I'm telying you, it was really nice. Oh, yeah. You'll play the Disney movies right there on TV. You'll put Daniel Tiger right up on TV. Kids loved it. It was perfect. And at night, we got to watch you know our, our adult shows or movies, whatever we wanted to watch, because we didn't right. have to worry about being tied to the cable. It's the same thing for games, man. If, dude, if I could take my game console with me in a dongle oh, on yeah. vacation, now I'm excited, right? Because well, that's have what the time that's to what play. I'm saying too. Imagine, imagine Amazon does this with like an, a, a moderately upgraded Fire Stick sure. with their service. You could literally take that same dongle and have something like a Lightstream esque kind of yep. software on it. You can literally play your game, stream from the dongle. That'd be crazy. And yeah, I yeah. mean. All, all bandwidth oriented, no, no actual heavy hardware. You know, are, it's not like you're going to have to carry your desktop. This is the next level here, <laughs> dude. The, well, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, next level, though. What, right? I, what I'm saying is, like, like I said, compared to VR, because like we, we, you know, yes. it's it's just a newer technology. We can kind of compare it to in a sense. Sure. I I don't think cloud based gaming are is going to have these same, same kind hurdles. of hurdles. Yeah, I agree. You know, you you don't. 
the infrastructure the, the, is there. The biggest hurdle, and it actually, and I'm not trying to get political here by saying this, it actually kind of makes me wonder if these big tech companies all of a sudden are going to be like, you know, net neutrality sounds pretty dope right now because right? if we can actually get all these companies buying for better internet, their problem is solved. Truth. Because that is their issue is – you know, bandwidth. Yeah, bandwidth, like, data I'm, caps. All I mean, stuff. I have I have three hundred down, and and like I'm supposed to get thirty up. It's usually twenty up. Sure. And and so it's one of those things that you know. But I live in a like right next to a metropolitan city. You know, someone that lives in uh, a a more rural area, somewhere that you know a lot of farmland and things like that. Yep. Probably not going to have the same kind of internet that you or me have being next to a larger city. So. Sure. Even you know, and I'm not trying to say a bad out. thing, but no. I mean, if your only option is 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 DSL or something like that, that's ten down and five up. Yeah, you're, you're still probably not going to really get to do these things. Yeah, you're you're still you're still stuck to a console, which is why they still continue to justify them. But like that, exactly. The, the idea, though, that what you just put there, you know, just from the game side, but also to take advantage of a content creation side, that's a mm -hmm. whole other twist. That's a whole other topic. That well, I mean, whole, almost I thought, that's almost a whole other tea that we every can talk one of about. these companies has content creation. Microsoft has Mixer. Oh, I know. Google has YouTube. Uh, uh, Facebook has Facebook, right. <laughs> you know, and Amazon has Twitch, like yep. literally every one of them. That's why I said like, you know, Amazon has the best way to pivot right now, but literally every single one of them can have some sort of built in streaming software along with it. Sure. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's nutty to think about how insane this can be within several years. Right. And again, technology does move forward in such a rapid pace, but like I said, I still think that there's going to be justifications for consoles due to just limitations. Oh, yeah. But oh. yeah, the, the, the things that I'm thinking of now with this are, are incredible. It's just, again, you, when you don't have the need to think about this in this context, it right. doesn't make, it, you don't really, again, you don't think about it. Now that I'm actually processing this and the fact that, you know, hey, I'm already an Xbox owner. I have an Xbox library. xCloud, I think, is probably something that I, I don't realize. I don't think – do you have to pay for it as an extra service or is it just included now? I'm not sure if it's part of I think they Game just Pass rolled out Ultimate. the beta too. But again, even if – especially if there's no cost, if you're like a Game Pass Ultimate person or if you have Game Pass or whatever, if there's no cost for xCloud – Wow. You know, even if there's a nominal fee for xCloud, uh, that's a, uh, that's a, it's, it makes it much, a much more compelling. Argument. I would be, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. If it's 10, 15 out the gate, I would be willing to try it. Sure. To, to see. Or to you sign know. up for it when I go on vacation, because I'm going to want to play it, you know, but again, I, I think that that's the, that's the thing. And so where Phil's, Phil's again, dropping bombs here is is where he says you know we're not competing with them we're competing in the cloud space and i understand what he means by that now also right. if you guys didn't know i'm pretty sure we've talked about it at least it's in some capacity microsoft and sony struck a deal for sony to host their their cloud yeah. services on azure which is owned by microsoft uh you also have nintendo now has xbox live integration in the switch so Microsoft is already behind the scenes kind the of... The tendrils are everywhere. Yeah, but I, the thing I like about that play, outside of the fact that I just love seeing these companies work together more because they each have their strengths, they each have yeah. their game studios, right? They, they each have things that they do really, really well, and they're going to continue to be that way, and there's going to continue to be competition. But with Microsoft kind of being this this kind of overlord behind everything... An that, aggregate. That is... That is, that is pooling all these resources and making these services better. Gamers are ultimately getting better experiences. Right. They'll be able to leverage similar technologies to give you similar tech experiences across platforms, which is still good. And, and it's it, like you, like you like to say, man, when everybody gets to eat, it's good, right? Like it's, it'll be a buffet yeah. for everybody. Those types of, of, behind the scenes moves show that there's also an understanding from Nintendo and Sony that this is, the future. Well, I mean, right now, it, Xbox is more or less like I like we've talked about before that they they don't want to be a platform; they want to be an ecosystem, right. and and that is currently what they're working towards. So we don't know like PS Now one day can just be like you you just never know where like Phil could go to Sony, he could go to Nintendo, and he was like, you know, it'd be really cool is if your services were on the X Cloud, and all of a sudden it's like it's like the my movie service to where you have your Amazons, you have your Voodoo, you you have all these things to where you have that larger aggregate based off the Azure cloud all in one place. And 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 if you could pay like one fee for everything, like I mean that's the thing right now is that we are we are going into a space where 
you know, while while Sony isn't necessarily, you know, I can see them not really agreeing to that. Sure. I can see Nintendo more and more being like, hell yeah, dude, like sign us up. Where where do we do this at? Well, so so again, I, I just wanted to I want to I want to put this into perspective. And that's way down the road. Like that's sure. I, I'm not predicting that at E3. I just so <laughs> I want I want to I want to put this put this out there since we're talking about revenues and and how sure kind of impactful this stuff is to put it into perspective when Phil Phil has a quote in the article at the very end of the article where he says I don't want to fight over format you know or, or no he goes uh you know not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony but they're not in the position right um they're, they're, these co- game companies are somewhat out of position I guess they could try to recreate Azure but at their- tens of billions in dollars now I just looked up the network for the net worth for Microsoft in 2019 and it's really just giving me like a, how much are they worth now but it's oh, yeah. 717 billion dollars is what microsoft's uh, what? network do you so, want to guess what sony's net worth is oh it's probably in the tens of billion dollar range yes so so it says yeah. how, uh, how much money does sony make it's somewhere in the area of of like 45 to 60 billion dollars. So, oh, here's and this is actually like it's it's nice that you actually brought this up. Apparently, we're on the same wavelength. Uh-huh. Uh what people don't forget is Microsoft is a tech company. They right. are a software company. Sony is an electronics company. They are very much based in sales in in, in a completely different genre. The fact that both of them make a console is inadequate to overall of what they do everywhere else. Right. They just have to, you know, that's, you know, that would be like me being from, from Canada and you being American, but we're both dudes. So it's the same thing, you know, <laughs> so, like we have our own different cultures. Like Microsoft is a software company. Sony is an electronics company. They do completely separate. Microsoft right. doesn't make fucking TVs, <laughs> you know? So, mm-hmm. and, 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 and Sony isn't Straight really up. known for me, for their OS. Right. But and, Sony can make a phone and, and Microsoft it, apparently can't. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hey, people liked it though, uh, as opposed to the Sony phone. Yeah. But, uh, but no, so, I mean, that, that's the thing a, a lot of people forget is that they, they, you know, well, they don't really butt heads themselves. Cause sure. you know, once again, chess and checkers at this point, but, but again, it's, they, it, they, they are two I, separate companies. They, they, is, they just happen to both make consoles, which to the justification of my point is that, is that, and I didn't look up Nintendo, but I can imagine it's smaller than even than Sony. The point being is that these companies are all individually profitable. If Sony does well in a console space and they're working with Microsoft to provide their cloud infrastructure for their gaming, that only benefits Microsoft, but it also only benefits Sony to work with a company that understands the needs of gaming and not having to work directly with a competitor like Google who could put them all out of business, <laughs> right? Like, so, uh, so uh, Nintendo is technically worth forty-four billion. So actually, so roughly r- the yeah, same roughly as Sony. Sony. Wow. To put that to put that in perspective, in billions Gee, wise, geez. YouTube, uh, 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 oh, a boy. subsidiary of Google, a subsidiary of Alphabet, made fifteen billion in ad revenue last year. Right. Well, and Activision made three point three billion in microtransactions. Like again, that hundred fifty billion dollar industry number is huge and i understand that's not google ad revenue but it it's these are these are enormous numbers that we're talking about and these companies are are having to start really thinking about the long game and so the fact that phil kind of came out with that article and really matter of fact so uh i looked up alphabet's net worth would you like me to round up or would you want the plain number just give me the number i'm curious 997 billion i was gonna go ahead and round up to a trillion just because it sounded cool I mean, but seriously though, I mean, you look, you got Microsoft that's, that's at 700 and some odd billion. You got, you know, Alphabet, which is Google. That's over, you know, like basically at a trillion dollars. These are companies that have serious amounts of money that they can use. I like this. If they things. wanted to get into a pissing contest, you better grab a lot of buckets because there's going to be a lot of stream. I'll just grab the popcorn. I just want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> at that point. But anyway, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm thinking that's pretty much it though. That's our tea for this right. week. Uh, Phil Phil dropping bombs and really giving us perspective into the internal to the gaming industry as a whole, right? Because we're not. I'm even really talking excited about Steam. to see where it's all going to go, dude. Yeah, we're, we're not even talking about Steam and how Steam could potentially be a competitor and all this kind of stuff too. Don't count out Valve, right? They they have done. Uh, a lot of really good things with with Steam over the years. They've already yeah. What 
they were one of the first people where you could actually stream from your to your PC to a TV, right? right? To to an well, external source via another source. So they already have this technology too. Now, are they invest, mm -hmm. as invested? Do they have the infrastructure to be able to support that? Probably not in the same ways that these other companies do, but they already are dabbling in this technology. Very realistically, you could be able to do a lot. Of, you can already do a lot of things if you have a host system. The the cool things, I guess, about this this whole stream xCloud slash um, you know xCloud slash uh, uh, Google Stadia is that a lot of this mm -hmm. stuff is actually happening in a cloud somewhere, so you don't actually have, right. to have physical hardware. Now Valve is all Valve is also worth three billion, so they are they are the smaller player. Right, I'm here. just saying that there's there's players in different pieces of this industry that could also present similar offerings. And you oh, yeah. can very well see, again, just like there's a million game launchers on PC, you could certainly see a lot of these cloud players uh, that, that would potentially have a common thread. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm much more intrigued by this entire concept, and I'm going to keep myself much more informed now that we've actually kind of done the due diligence and i really encourage I, you guys I to read i really want to deep dive more into everything that's going on with all these companies with all now. the cloud stuff right like it's incredible that, that it's just, again it's insane it's insane to me it also it also shows you from a content creation standpoint from a streaming standpoint that it, often we talk about streaming and streaming games as really a niche where Honestly, it looks like that niche is bigger than anything else out there in terms of entertainment. So we're on the right path, streamers. We got this, fam. Uh, but that said, let us Wild know man. what you think about this. I really want to know what you guys' perspective is. Is you, you did that kind of open your eyes, Phil, talking about how he changes his perspective? Does it does it make you think about your console purchases differently? I know that I know that over time it certainly changed mine in terms of just wanting to play games. And is, if there's a world where like you said, you can play games on xCloud from any console. That kind of a, what a wonderful world. Right. <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts, but let us know what you think. Let us know if you think we're crazy or we're overanalyzing because sometimes we do that. But I think we're pretty much spot on the money. Uh, let us know. But that being said, please do the due diligence. As you can see right below on the screen, support us at patreon.com slash retrofiz. Become a patron. Allow us to create more content that you want to see. Oh, follow us on all the socials. And of course, follow us on Mixer and Twitch where you can see our feeds live 24-7 and the YouTubes and other you know places. And you can see us live. Go visit us at retrofiz.com. You can see a schedule of all the good things to come. And again interact with us comment follow subscribe, absolutely all the things we would love to hear from you more what are you excited you have, about all this stuff a couple of you have if there's things that you want us to talk about on the t don't be afraid to hit us up on twitter or throw us a throw a comment on a youtube video throw us a dm whatever we want to hear from you we're just excited to talk about this stuff more but he is sean i am knight and we will catch you guys next time on retro fizz gaming weekly do 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 do